You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Blue View Radio, and this is the Chris and Nick Show. Joined by Chris Flum, I am Nick Filato, and we are here to break down some New York Giants training camp. I'm very excited, Chris. The season is coming around. We're rolling into training camp. It's been a lot of fun so far. It's going to be a lot of fun in the future, hopefully, but we have to start with some news that is near and dear to Chris Flum's heart, and that is the waving of defensive back, cornerback last season, safety this season, Jerron Williams. Now, this is near and dear to Chris Hart because Chris is also a fellow New Albany alum, <laughs> and Jerron Williams was too, and he's waived, but hopefully, maybe when he is healthy, the Giants will bring him back. But Chris, did you take this news hard? Yeah, it was definitely a disappointment. I don't get the chance to root for that many great Danes in the NFL because, well, uh, lacrosse and beer pong are our sports. I'll just say that, although we we did get Joe in Rhode Island a couple times when he was playing for them, but still, yeah, it, it, it's not a it's not a usual thing to see the uh, purple and yellow in the NFL. So I was hoping Jerron Williams would make it. I do like his skill set. Hopefully, he does find his way back to the Giants. If not the Giants, maybe another team because there's enough talent there at a position that is not the deepest in the NFL, a defensive back, especially when you're versatile, like someone as Jerron Williams is. But let's transition a little bit. The Giants also signed Gerard Wilson, who was on the 49ers and the Jets in a corresponding move. He's a big physical type of safety, blitzed a lot last season of Robert Sala's defense, so that translates theoretically well to what Wink Martindale wants to do. Let's see if he has a shot to make this roster in a safety group that is – Starting to get a little dinged up. We have Dane Belton, who's injured. Now you have Jerome Williams, who was waived with a hamstring injury. So we're going to have to see who steps up in camp. I have my money on Andrew Adams at the moment, but we're going to need somebody else to even step up, whether that's Gerard Wilson, Yusef Corker, or Trenton Thompson. That remains to be seen. Yeah, absolutely. And that is a problem with the secondary, just the secondary positions in general. It There's a lot of attrition in the secondary. Those guys are really doing some of the most athletically difficult things you can ask a human to do because they're moving in every direction. They have to move explosively. They have a lot. They've got a very high chance of getting tangled up with receivers. They have to hit. And also a lot of these guys are doing double duty as special teams players. You know, special teams coaches love secondary players because they're, generally fast enough to get down the field, but also experienced at hitting, which is, you know, something wide receivers, not so much. So the Giants are going to have to pay attention to their secondary depth, especially considering, and this is something we've said just about every show, how important it is to Wink Martindale's defense. If this secondary starts getting too beat up, they have to go too deep into their depth chart and the depth starts to get depleted. That will have uh, some 
pretty grave consequences for the defense as a whole. Yeah, it could be an issue throughout this season. We're going to have to monitor that. Hopefully it's not too big of an issue with the Giants here. Wink Martindale, love his scheme, but it is predicated on defensive back success and competency. But let's transition a little bit to Tuesday's practice, August 2nd, and then Wednesday's practice, which is today, August 3rd. So we want to go over some of the key notes from those two specific practices. And it looks like the Giants offense was a little bit better in these two practices according to everybody that was on the beat now today's practice on Wednesday the primary focus was on running downs they did a lot of nine on seven type of drills but when they were in team type of periods it seemed like the Giants wide receivers on both days were winning their one-on-one matchups whenever they were isolated in man coverage against some of these defensive backs of Wink Martindale's defense vacations can be tricky you already know how to book flights and hotels but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home you need a tool to get the most out of your time away that's where viator steps in you can book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, in fact, I think we kind of have to talk about David Sills. He is a, I think, perennial camp star. Giants fans have have been excited about him since he has arrived on the squad. Uh, He was Will Greer's primary receiver in West Virginia back in 2019, well, 2018 season, 2019 draft. There was a lot of excitement about him, but then he went undrafted, wound up on the Giants. He's got good size. He's got, I would say, enough athleticism. Yeah, I have to wonder, is this the season, the camp where he finally breaks through because it, it seems like something has always come up with David Sills. David Sills army, man, it's a real thing. And he gets hyped every year around this time. It's just the giants are so deep on the depth chart. And honestly, the ascensions of these players like Richie James and David Sills, who are both reportedly having very good camps, just spells danger for someone like Darius Slayton, who did come down with a really nice catch yesterday in a contested catch situation, but he's going to need to do that a little bit more. And we talked about that a lot on last episode, but let's, I guess, focus our attention here because the wide receivers are having success. Everybody is raving about Kadarius Tony and Wandell Robinson, but I think we have to focus on Daniel Jones. Now, he was reportedly excellent in yesterday's practice, but he did throw two interceptions. One, I think, was with the receiver that fell down. Another one was over the middle of the field. The ball did not seem to have a lot of velocity on it, and Kadarius Tony rounded his route a little bit, and Dory Jackson made a great play on the football. But by all accounts, it seems like a lot of people on the beat are discussing the fact that Daniel Jones is looking maybe a slightly more comfortable right now in these training camp drills. And again, it is training camp, but still, I think it's important to note that 
he's at least leading the team down the field for some touchdowns, even though how many of these plays would have ended up in sacks. I think that's another conversation we should have too. There's a lot, I think, going on that we don't really know the answer to. Yeah, I we've been told early on the Giants offense was running a lot of option routes, and I don't mean you know run pass option. Uh, it was described to me as a, almost a Kevin Br- Kevin Gilbride type post snap option routes, and have those been pared back a little bit? That's something we've talked about, where maybe Brian Dabble was throwing a lot at the offense early on just to see what they could handle. Yeah, has that been pared back, and now there are fewer of those post snap options, post snap reads, so the offense is just playing faster that could be uh it's been a while since daniel jones has taken consistent snaps is he just shaking off some rust that could be as well he's all he's also working through picking up the offense so maybe he's getting more more comfortable in this new scheme yeah i think we kind of have to avoid the temptation to treat every throw every practice even as a referendum on Daniel Jones, you know, one one play, he's about to be cut. The next, he's about to go into Canton. You see that, especially on Twitter, where there is no context or nuance or moderation or um, sanity, even, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I really want to avoid reading too much into any one of these practices, or even the practices as a whole. Other than, are they improving? Yes, that is good. You know, we will learn, I think, a lot more as the preseason gets here. And then I think we'll learn everything we need to know once the regular season gets here, because that's really what matters. A hundred percent. And just for a little bit of information on the final drive that a lot of people are talking about in today's practice, Jones, by a lot of accounts, I think Duggan, it might have been tweeted that he was crisp in the team period. Went six for six and found Kenny Galladay for a touchdown over Adoree Jackson. That's going around Twitter. It was a really nice play by Kenny Galladay to to separate from Adoree Jackson and, and track the football into his hands. Great throw by Daniel Jones in that situation. But you're right, Chris. You shouldn't overreact either in either direction for Daniel Jones here. Now, you, you want him to be comfortable in this offense, but he's learning new terminology. Brian Dable basically expresses this every time he gets in front of a podium, how that's going to be somewhat of a difficult transition, not to mention, as you brought up, those option type of routes. It's very Kevin Gilbride-esque. You need to have a lot of continuity with your teammates in order to execute those because what you see pre-snap can be communicated with your wide receiver through various hand signals and and things of that nature. But post-snap, you can't do that. The wide receiver and the quarterback need to be on the same page. And Brian Dable mentioned this in today's press conference. He said, we prioritize smart wide receivers. I think football intelligence at that position and at the tight end position and any position that is going to be running routes in this offense is going to be heavily prioritized because it seems to be a really big deal of what Brian Dable and Mike Kafka want to do here. Yeah, now I know probably a lot of our listeners are wincing when we bring up Kevin Gilbride, but yeah, I actually kind of love this as a feature of the Giants offense. Yeah. What happened with Kilbride's offense is they kind of got into a rut 
you know, especially, you know, the second half of the 2012 season through the 2013 season and opposing defenses could pretty much figure out what the Giants options were after the snap. So they could show certain looks and force the Giants into basically doing what they wanted. And that caused a lot of problems. And the Giants, they didn't adjust to that very well. But that was also the core of that offense. You know, that is what the run-and-shoot offense was basically built around. This offense, I don't think it is, but having it as a, a piece of the offense, assuming they can get it to work correctly, they can install these option routes, it could be very, very difficult to under to defend if you're an opposing defense because you might not know which receiver has the option. And if you are expecting, say, the slot receiver to break left on a crossing route and all of a sudden he runs a post route or a corner route, something like that, you know, you, he is going to be running wide open and you could have a massive coverage breakdown. So I think this is a good thing for Brian Dable and Mike Kafka to try and install, they're just going to have to be smart about how they do it. Exactly. And they need to ensure that these, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers are on the same page. Any kind of turnover there is also going to be a problem for the New York Giants. And if you want to go back to, you know, 2012, 2013, you had players like Ruben Randall who were never on the same page with Eli Manning. And that's one of the reasons why you get these Eli Manning seasons where he throws an abundant amount of interceptions. But let's try to focus on this on these training camp practices here a little bit. I want to kind of go to this defensive line and edge group because it seems like they're getting the best of this offensive line. Now, that is not new here in New York. I know the Giants didn't necessarily have edge rushers before they brought in Aziz Ojolari in those pro- uh, previous couple seasons. No one of you know key note there. But the offensive line for the Giants for years has been so bad that it hasn't mattered. Now you have upgrades at both positions, and it seems like, at least in training camp, that the edge rushers are getting the best of players like Evan Neal and some of these other offensive linemen. Now, Andrew Thomas is a stud. He did surrender a sack yesterday against Kayvon Thibodeau. I think a blitz from Wink Martindale gave Darnay Holmes a sack. Julian Love had a big pressure that could have been a sack on another blitz. Quincy Roche beat Azudu for a sack. Jihad Ward beat Evan Neal for a sack. And Timon Fox had two sacks. Ellison Smith beat Matt Gano for a sack. So you can see how the defense is getting home. And now, again, training camp, we don't know what these the offense is being taught. We don't know how slow they're kind of being ingratiated into what they're going to be doing on the offensive side of the football. But there's one player here that I really want to bring up, Chris, and that's Evan Neal. It, it seems like he's struggling maybe a little bit in camp. Do you have any concern about Evan Neal heading into the season? Not really. Yeah, it, we knew, even though Evan Neal was, I believe, both of our top tackle. He was definitely my top tackle. Yeah, he was mine too. There are, There's always going to be some, uh, we'll say, rookie hiccups. Yeah, they're going to have good days. They're going to have bad days. They're going to have good games. They're going to have bad games. That's really part of learning and adjusting to the NFL. Even playing in the SEC for Alabama, he is seeing basically the best competition on a play-in, play-out basis that he has seen ever. 
you know, Will Anderson for Alabama is an absolute stud. He could go number one overall in 2023. But, yes, Kayvon Thibodeau is really good as well. Aziz Ojolari, when he gets back from injury, he is very good. Jihad Ward, he is very good. Even Quincy Roche is a really good pass rusher. You know, the third string on an NFL team is still made up of guys who were probably the best or among the best players on their college team, which that's at least part of the reason why rookies always have an adjustment period. There's always a learning curve. It doesn't matter how highly they're drafted or how good they were in college. They're still going up against really the best competition they have ever seen just consistently throughout the depth chart. And today, Quincy Roche got one on Evan Neal. I believe uh, O'Shane Zimenez got a sack on him yes, either today or yesterday as well. So there's two sides to the coin. There's Evan Neal working through his rookie progression. But on the other side, there is also the Giants having some pretty good depth at edge rusher, which, again, we haven't seen since probably 2016. It's very exciting, too, the depth at edge rusher. I mean, you have this stud in Kayvon Thibodeau. Aziz Ojolari is not even out there right now. He's just on the sideline along with Sterling Shepard, Nick Gates, Matt Parrott. Those guys are all in the PUP. And then behind him, you have a veteran like Jihad Ward, who is a vocal leader of the team. You have young guys like Ellerson Smith, Quincy Roche. I'm excited about this edge group. It really could be something special here with this Wink Martindale defense. We'll have to see how that materializes when the season comes. And just some other key notes before we get out of here. John Feliciano was dressed today, and he will be worked back into the rotation. I know Dable talked a little bit about the offensive line situation. He said, you know, he wants to find his best five guys. He's going to cross-train players, and that's why we have seen you know, Shane Lemieux and Josh Azudu play multiple different positions. It seems like he's very high on Azudu. We'll see what his role is come this season, but he applauded Joe Shane to, in today's press conference for his ability to locate players who, quote, can handle a lot of responsibilities. So basically players who are very smart and adaptable. And it, I'm imagining he's referencing McKethan as well, but Azudu was primarily the player he was talking about. Yeah, it, it will be interesting to see how this offensive line ultimately shakes out. I think the Giants would probably prefer to, try to ultimately have just one rookie on the offensive line at a time. And maybe they're kind of looking at Azudu as a uh, super sub. I keep coming back to Kevin Booth as a guy who could back up pretty much every single spot, but also start at most of them as well. So maybe they're going to look at him as that backup for the first half of the season. And then if he does beat out Shane Lemieux, they'll be fine with that because they'll have their best five. Hopefully Evan Neal will have the some seasoning and experience by that point. So it, it, it'll be really interesting to watch over the course of training camp through the preseason and into the regular season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it all. But Chris, do you have anything else from these two practices here for the New York Giants? One other note is Duggan reported that he wouldn't hold his breath for having Kadarius Tony be one of the punt returners and kick returners for this team. I understand why you don't want to put him in harm's way. He's going to be a very pivotal part of this offense. But damn, 
how cool would it be to have Kadarius Tony receiving punts, get that guy into open space, just making dudes look silly? You know, I would actually use Tony like the Giants used to use Odell Beckham. Put him back there in high leverage situations when you when you need to scare the opposing defense, or I should say the opposing coverage team. Maybe not put him back there every time. You do have to limit the exposures to having 11 dudes running right at you. Once or twice a game, if you really need to make something happen, Put him back there. Once or twice a game. Once or twice a game. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Big Blue View Radio. This is the Chris and Nick Show. Signing off here. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com. We have boots on the deck there with Ed Valentine, giving you the information and the analysis you need about what's going on over there in East Rutherford. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care of each other and have a lovely day. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.